Welcome to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail. The Think Wealthy Podcast is sponsored by YDLP Investments, the home of the $10,000 commercial real estate investment. Hello, and welcome back to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail, and today we are going to talk about the much vaunted, much talked about, much misunderstood. IRR. What is the IRR? The IRR is the internal rate of return. The internal rate of return. What does that even mean? So I could give you the textbook definition, but that would just be more buzzwords. So let's dive into what the IRR actually is. The IRR, the best definition that I've ever seen for the IRR, is it is the metric which measures how hard your money is working for you. What does that mean? Let's understand it a little bit deeper here. And to that, we're going to have to get into some numbers, uh, but bear with us. It's worth it. Let's compare two investments. We have one investment, which is the cash flow investment, we'll call it, and one is the development investment. The cash flow investment is a house that will cost $100,000 to purchase and returns 10% in the form of rent. So every year, the owner of the house receives $10,000, 10% of $100,000. After five years, the house is sold for the same $100,000. Now, the other investment is a development investment. The development investment is targeting a return of 60% after five years. It will take five years to perform the development. You put $100,000 in at the beginning. And when it's done, you get back $160,000, but there's no cash flow. So let's compare these two investments. After five years, after five years, which investment will provide a better return? Well, let's see. The first investment, the cash flow investment, is only going to be earning $50,000 over the 10-year hold. That's $10,000 a year for five years. The second investment is returning $60,000 over a five-year hold. That sounds a little bit better. Now, let's compare the IRRs on these deals. If you were to plug these numbers into a calculator, you would find that the IRR on the cash flow deal is 10%. And that makes sense. You're making 10% a year on your money. We understand where that number comes from. But the IRR on the development deal where you received $60,000 profit, again, a 60% ROI, the actual IRR on that deal is only 9.86%, a little bit lower. Now, how does that make sense? How can the cash flow investment have a higher IRR if the actual return is lower? So what this is highlighting is the fact that the development deal your value is increasing internally. And every year, presumably, is worth more. But that means you have more value locked up. And what's actually happening is, is you're making 9.86% a year compounded. 
9.86% a year over five years when you're compounding your returns works out to 60%. So you make more money, but you're actually, you're, the amount of money you have that's locked up in the deal is producing at a lower pace. To bring it down to the real world, that $10,000 that was received on the cash flow deal can be reinvested. The Whatever profit is made on the development deal because there's no cash flow coming off of it, it cannot be reinvested. So what would it take to get a 10% IRR on a development deal? Well, it actually is 61.5%. Now, does this mean that, that the development deal is not as good as a cash flow deal? Not necessarily. It does make you more money. And if you don't need to worry about, you don't need to worry about where to reinvest $10,000 every year. But it does mean that the deal didn't necessarily produce as much as if he'd invest in a cash flow deal. What's the takeaway from this? Takeaway is that there is no one correct metric to determine into what deals to invest. One needs to review all the metrics, all the different targets, and decide what's right for oneself. Some people will prefer deals that have a steady 10% cash flow with no upside, and that's right for them if it has the right risk-reward setup. Some people are looking for more aggressive growth. Some people want to blend in their portfolio. There is no one metric which is the be-all and end-all of real estate investing. One last note about the IRR. Because it's measured by cash flow and how much money is in a deal, so you'll have certain deals you'll see that you refinance after a number of years. You'll put your money in, there'll be some sort of value-add play over two or three years, and then they refinance on the property, they borrow, and they return all the money you put into the deal. And then after that, you just keep collecting on the building. Oftentimes, these deals will show a very high IRR because you've gotten out all your money, and the amount of actual money left in the deal is very little or negative. So those deals can show a deceptively high IRR when in reality, it may not be the best deal. So that's something to be aware of, is, is numbers numbers can lie, numbers can be misused. Not saying it's a bad deal, but understand what the deal is, understand what the targets are, understand where the money's coming and going, and does it fit with your priorities, with your financial goals, and with your financial needs? All right, thanks so much for joining today. Catch you in the next one. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you learned something of value. If you've gained from this podcast, please do me a huge favor and leave a five-star review. If you feel that I haven't earned that five-star review, please reach out and let me know how we can earn your recommendation. Until next time, I'm David Prell, and thank you again for joining me today on the Think Wealthy Podcast, sponsored by YDLP Investments. Thank you.